The Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, o Lord. Jesus said, The dominion of heaven is like a landowner who went out early in the morning to hire laborers for his vineyard. After agreeing with the laborers for the usual daily wage, he sent them into his vineyard. When he went out about nine o'clock, he saw others standing idle in the marketplace. And he said to them, You also go into the vineyard, and I will pay you whatever is right. So they went. When he went out again about noon and about three o'clock, he did the same. And about five o'clock, he went out and found others standing around. And he said to them, Why are you standing here idle all day? They said to him, Because no one has hired us. He said to them, You also go into the vineyard. When evening came, the owner of the vineyard said to his manager, Call the laborers and give them their pay, beginning with the last and then going to the first. When those hired about five o'clock came, each of them received the usual daily wage. Now when the first came, they thought they would receive more, but each of them also received the usual daily wage. And when they received it, they grumbled against the landowner, saying, These last worked only one hour, and you have made them equal to us who have borne the burden of the day and the scorching heat. But he replied to one of them, Friend, I am doing you no wrong. Did you not agree with me for the usual daily wage? Take what belongs to you and go. I choose to give to this last the same as I give to you. Am I not allowed to do what I choose with what belongs to me? Or are you envious because I am generous? So the last will be first, and the first will be last. The Gospel of the Lord. You, you can be seated. The parable of the laborers is what this story is known as. And it might feel a little unsettling to hear that story. But the reason that it's unsettling has more to do with us than with the story itself. When you hear this story, you're not hearing it in a plain, unfiltered way. You're instead hearing it based on your location in life and the culture that you're embedded inside of. And that's an important distinction. So I need you to hear this again. When you hear the Bible, you're not hearing it in a plain, unfiltered way, no matter how much you think you are. I don't want you to deceive yourselves into thinking that you do. You always bring your baggage with you when you hear the Bible. You hear the Bible with all the filters of the culture that you live in and the socioeconomic status that you maintain and the privilege that you carry. Plain and simple, this is a story Jesus told about day laborers. Some worked all day, some worked only an hour, and they all received what they agreed to, but it was not the same for all. I'm guessing that most of us, by the looks of it, have never been in the position of a day laborer. If you're like me, you've probably never stood with the folks in the Home Depot parking lot waiting to get picked up for a job for the day. My assumption is that all of us 
in this room at least, more closely identify with the landowner or the manager in this story. And that radically changes how you hear and receive this story. You bring to this story everything you've learned and been taught in life. You've probably been raised to believe that hard work pays off. That if you put more in, then you get more out. That the early bird catches the worm. That showing up on time is half the battle. That diligence and perseverance and dedication and commitment, determination, all lead to rewards. I need you to hear this. You didn't learn those things from Jesus or the Bible. They're not there. Those morals may be the way the world you live in works. But Jesus' point in telling this story is this. That's not how the kingdom of God works. Jesus is saying that the people who do the least still get the same as the people who do the most. And that messes with us. Because of the location from which we hear the text, which is the capitalistic culture you live in. Some of you probably want to scream at the landowner, that's not how to make a profit. (laughs) The other way that this story messes with us is related to something else you've been raised to believe. Fairness. And this story is anything but fair. It's not fair that the ones who work the least got paid the same as those who, got, who work the most. That is true. It's not fair. And while this story may not make much business sense, you have to remember the context. Jesus started this thing off by saying, the dominion of heaven is like. This isn't ultimately a story about managing laborers. It's a story about grace. Which, by the way, is the reason the first lectionary reading is the story from Jonah. I know that you know the story of Jonah, but just in case you've forgotten some of it, here is what happened on the previous episode. God tells Jonah to go to Nineveh and preach repentance to them, but Jonah refuses. In fact, he gets on a boat and goes the opposite direction because he disagrees with what God asks so much. The reason Jonah is opposed is very simple. Nineveh was the capital of Assyria. And Assyria was the enemy of the northern kingdom of Israel. In fact, this is the backstory of how the Samaritans come to be. You remember the Samaritans from some of other Jesus stories? Assyria wipes out the ten tribes of Israel in the north. The people who remain in the area get assimilated into Assyrian world, and they become the Samaritans. The first reading from today picks up on the ending of Jonah's story, which is really a parable with a lot of similarities to the story Jesus told about the laborers. Jonah gets swallowed by the whale, has a come-to-Jesus moment inside the belly, 
gets spit back up on the shore, decides that mm, maybe he should make a trip to Nineveh after all. Jonah preaches. Nineveh repents. God decides not to destroy Nineveh. And as the text says, this was very displeasing to Jonah. And he's enraged. He's fuming because he knew God would be merciful to them. He knew that God would forgive them. And because they're enemies, Jonah's own prejudice and hatred can't imagine a scenario where the Assyrians are worthy of God's grace. You hear the similarities? Jonah is angry because his own culture and experience has trained him to hate the Assyrians and not show them mercy. The all-day laborers are angry because their own culture and experience has trained them to believe that if they work more, they deserve more. That's not how grace works. Grace doesn't play by the rules of our culture and its conditioning. Grace doesn't play by the rules of our political borders and enemies. God's grace is bigger than all that. And this parable of Jesus rails against the idea that you can earn God's grace. No matter how much you try to live by the rules and be a good person and put in the effort, you're still a sinner who needs to be redeemed. Whether you've been trying to be faithful all day or you've only given it an hour, you still need the grace of God. And most importantly, God is still offering it to you, no matter the effort that you've attempted. No matter how much you try, you can't earn God's grace. It is a free gift and it's given to everyone the same. Everyone is washed in the same water of baptism. Everyone is offered the same piece of bread when you come to this table. There's no hierarchy of sin. And there are no restrictions on God's grace. God's grace is the same for you, no matter who you are or what you've done. Whether you've been here for years or if you just showed up. Amen.